listening to Season 2 of the Penis Hill Practice Podcast. This episode was recorded in January 2021. Hello and a warm welcome back to a podcast series brought to you by Penny Hill Practice. I am Dr. Jeff Hamp. Hello there, I'm Dr. Sam McGinley. How are you all doing? We do hope you are all keeping very well and have had a really good Christmas and Happy New Year to everyone. Yes, we really do. And welcome to 2021. We do hope it'll be a very different year to last year. And we'd like to welcome you back to the podcast and season two. And you might have noticed a few changes for season two, such as a new logo and a new theme tune. Indeed, but Jeff and I are still the same people. And like last year, this year, we're going to be bringing you some great podcasts. We've got lots of different topics and we're going to have some special guests on to help us. That's right. We do have a long list of subjects to bring you this year, and we're really excited to record them for you. And hopefully 2021 will see an end to the coronavirus pandemic, and we'll be able to record some slightly more ambitious podcasts for you too. Just to briefly remind you, if you've got an idea for a podcast, please let us know via our email, pennieshill.podcast at dorsetgp.nhs.uk, or you can go on the website and fill in the contact form. And feel free to let us know any pearls of wisdom you'd like to share. Yes, or if you've got any ideas for guests, then let us know. Email us at our email address and we'll see what we can do. Okay, so let's get on. What is this week's topic, Sam? Well, Jeff, this week we have decided to talk to everybody about Raynaud's. This is a common circulation disorder. Yeah, it's going to be a good episode and very apt given the cold weather at the moment because we're in winter. But quickly before we begin, a very quick reminder to you all to keep up that really good infection control you've been doing so well. So remember to wash your hands really well with hot water and soap. Wash them frequently and for at least 20 seconds each time. Remember to do this when you get into your house, when you get into work, and definitely do this before you eat or drink anything, after you've coughed, sneezed or blown your nose, and before you touch your face, mouth, eyes or nose. And remember, even though it's cold, do try and ventilate any rooms you're in. That's right. So together, I think if we keep following the simple rules, we can make sure that 2021 is a different year to last year. Okay, so if you're ready, sit back, relax and enjoy the next 10 minutes. Put your gloves on and we'll be back at the end. Right, so let's start with simple basic stuff what is Raynard's well you might have heard of it you might have it or you might know someone who has it um, but Sam what is Raynard's good question well Raynard's is a phenomenon that affects the blood circulation when we are exposed to cold our body's normal response is to make the blood vessels especially those exposed peripheral vessels to become more narrow this helps our body conserve heat so that we don't lose more heat than we need to when someone has Raynaud's, their body's response is more extreme. And so they may notice that, that when they are exposed to cold or indeed if they've become anxious or stressed, then the fingers and toes um, can change colour. You can also get pain, numbness, pins and needles and find it difficult to move the digits. It can also affect other parts of the body, such as the ears, nose, lips and even the nipples. One other thing that uh, we classically look for is the uh, order of colour change that you would see in your fingers. So the typical sequence of colour change is that your fingers will go white first, then they'll turn blue. And finally, as uh, the 
reactive episode comes to an end, your fingers will go red as the blood circulation returns. So if you see that order of colour change, then that is typical Raynaud's. Yeah, that's right. Um, now, we've all been cold at some stage or another, and we've all noticed it can be harder to use our fingers, for instance, maybe buttoning up our coat or trying to tie our shoelaces. Um, well, imagine being cold and finding it much harder to do these sort of things and these tasks. And also, as well as that, it's really painful. And this is what people with Raynards can experience. It's important to say now that it doesn't normally cause severe problems, but sometimes it can be a sign of some more serious underlying conditions. Now, symptoms normally last anywhere from a few minutes to a few hours, but there are other things that aren't Raynaud's. So, for instance, if you have a few pins and needles that last for a few minutes, this may be a positional issue with a limb that's being affected. If you find you're breathing too quickly and you have trembling hands and pins and needles, but your fingers aren't changing colour, well, this could be hyperventilation. And if you have burning or itchy swelling on your fingers or toes, and this happens after being very cold and gets worse as you warm up, this is likely to be chillblains. So what can you actually do to help with Raynaud's? Well, there are some simple things, really. You can keep your home warm. You can wear warmer clothes during the cold weather, especially on your hands or feet. And actually, there's lots of different materials that are sold these days uh, that make up gloves and socks to help specifically with Raynaud's. Some work for different people better than others. So you may need to try different types if you're not having success. Remember to exercise regularly because this does improve general circulation. And alongside that, eating a healthy, balanced diet can help. If you're a smoker, you really do need to stop smoking because this will uh, significantly improve your circulation. And smoking has been shown to make Raynaud's worse. Try not to have too much caffeine, for example, from tea, coffee, uh, carbonated drinks and chocolate, as this can really trigger Raynaud's. Another tip is to think about getting warm, heated mittens. Remember, if you do need help to stop smoking, we've linked details of the Smoke Stop services available to you, as well as links to our podcast on stopping smoking that we did in season one last year in our podcast description. And if your symptoms are really bad or they're getting worse, if your symptoms are affecting your daily life, if they're on one side of your body, what we say is unilateral symptoms, if you have joint pains, if you've got skin rashes, muscle weakness, if you're over 30 and have only just recently started developing these symptoms, or if your child is under 12 and has these symptoms, then we do advise you, please do speak to your doctor. Indeed. Now, as well as the techniques we've advised for helping with your Raynaud's, if your symptoms are very bad or worsening, then do talk to your doctor because there are medications that can be prescribed to help improve your circulation. One of the most common ones we prescribe is nifedipine. This is actually a tablet that treats high blood pressure, but we uh, know that it also works by opening up the blood vessels and this therefore helps with Raynaud's. Yeah, that's right. And some people need to take this every day. Uh, others only use it in cold weather periods. Each person's a little bit different. So do speak to your doctor. There's also a charity, SRUK, and this is a charity that can help with further information and advice about living with Raynaud's, as well as information on how to find support groups. SRUK are the only UK charity for scleroderma and Raynaud's. You can sign up to their newsletter um, and you can also ring them. Their number is 0800 311 2756. 
and that number is available to hand between nine and seven every day of the year. They've also got an email, info at siuk.co.uk. All of those details will be in the podcast description. Now, your doctor may also send you for other tests or investigations if they're not 100% sure that it is Raynaud's. Um, and there are other conditions, such as rheumatoid arthritis and something called lupus, that can cause similar symptoms. But for these, you'll need a specialist review and input from our hospital colleagues. Yes, and the condition I mentioned just now, scleroderma, um, is one of the conditions we think about. Relatively uncommon, and it's an autoimmune condition that affects the skin and connective tissue. In this condition, your body's immune system is overactive and starts to attack its own healthy tissues, which causes damage. It affects about two and a half million people across the entire world and can be localized or more widespread in terms of where it affects somebody. Raynaud's can be seen commonly in patients with this condition. So if you think this is something that is possible for you, if you were to tell us about your symptoms, we would refer you on to see a specialist to see if you might have this condition and what may need to be further done about it. But it is really important to remember that not everybody with Raynaud's will have scleroderma. So remember, as we said before, if your symptoms are very bad, if they're getting worse, if your symptoms are affecting your daily life, if they're on one side of your body, if you're also having joint pains, skin rashes or muscle weakness, if you're over 30 and have only recently started developing symptoms, or if your child is under 12 and has symptoms, then please do speak with your GP. And that brings us to the end of this first podcast in season two, and we hope you enjoyed it. Yes, so we've learned quite a bit about Reynolds. Um, Let's do one fact each that we remember that we've learned, Jeff. I'll go first. There's different materials that you can use in fabric to help, and don't forget about heated mittens for Reynolds. Yeah, definitely. And if you have symptoms that you think might be Raynaud's, if they're getting worse, if it's affecting you in other ways, if you're over 30 and have just developed these symptoms, or if you've got a child who's under 12, then this may not be Raynaud's. It could still very well be Raynaud's, but it might not be, so do speak to your doctor. Mm, yeah. Great, so I think we've learned quite a bit there. Now, what are we looking at next week, Jeff? Well, next week, Sam, we've got a great podcast about sexual health. We're joined by a special guest who is Autumn Devitt-Brown from Sexual Health Dorset. And Autumn's got some really good advice, so do make sure you're listening. And if you've enjoyed listening today, please let us know. And do let others know about us if you think that they would find it useful to listen to what we're talking about. Um, Just to remind you, each week's episode goes live on a Monday that you can subscribe to our newsletter and we will be able to let you know when each episode is being released so you can be the first to hear it. Well, we hope you have a lovely week this week and we'll see you next Monday. Do look after each other and look after yourselves. Goodbye. Bye. The Penicill Practice Podcast is created, written and hosted by Dr. Jeff Hamp and Dr. Sam McGinley. It's produced by Dr. Jeff Hamp. Any references to infection control and social distancing were valid in the UK at the time of recording.